boundaries are not set in stone. They are actually very bendy. And what I mean by that is there are times where a boundary needs to bend, whether it be that your business needs a little bit more attention in this season, or a child needs more attention, or maybe it's just literally a season, maybe it's summer, and you would rather have more fluid boundaries because there's more kids around or whatever it may be. I think the importance is to see these boundaries not as like these brick walls that can't come down. Instead, these bendy, fluid areas in our lives that we get to learn and constantly evolve and tweak and shift. The point is that we respect it. The point is that our family understands it. The point is that we are disciplined in the time that we've set aside but the times, the, the schedule, it can constantly change and it probably is constantly changing. Welcome to the Becoming Iconic Podcast. I am your host, Jen Spiegel. I am a life, business, and brand stylist. And after years of helping thousands of female entrepreneurs grow successful businesses and lives, I was called to bring these delicious conversations forward for those of you who are ready to build, expand, and actually enjoy all the desires of your heart. I'm so confident that this podcast will support you as you start to elevate and pursue the highest version of yourself. Thank you for being here. Sink in and enjoy. Hey icons, hi mompreneurs. Here we are on part two of our mompreneur series, and I am talking all about boundaries today. And I am pretty passionate about this subject because a lot of the responsibility for setting boundaries and maintaining boundaries is up to us. I think we set the boundary and expect our kids, our husband, those around us to respect the boundary when really isn't it up to us to respect the boundary, meaning to not cancel on ourselves, to actually do what we say we're going to do. When we say we're going to be an hour, that we're actually an hour, we're not two. These types of things break trust and dilute the message of a boundary with our families. They just do. So how often have you said, I'm going to go work in my office and yet you scrolled your phone or got nothing done and you came out of your office and said, ah, I was just procrastinating. I got nothing done. You've just broken trust around that boundary. You said you were going to go do something. You asked for the time and yet you canceled on yourself. And so that person, whether it's a spouse or a child, they kind of take that in as, huh, I gave that space. And yet you were the one who didn't really respect that time. And so the next time we say we're going to go to our office, what do you think happens subconsciously in their brains? They're like, well, she's just scrolling anyways, or procrastinating anyways. And so they'll knock on the door and interrupt. And when in fact, that moment, you may be deep into work, but we didn't respect the boundary. So much of boundaries to me comes down to scheduling. There's such a connection here because when we have a schedule out in place, When we want to work out, cook our meals, spend time with our kids, maybe have time alone, work deep in our business. When that is defined, the boundaries are almost set, aren't they? If you look at my schedule, I actually color code my day. So these boundaries have colors of blocks of time and the expectation of myself within that block, but also explaining to the people around me what I need from them within that time too. For example, right now, as 
as I'm recording this podcast, two of my kids went out to play and my oldest son has said, Hey mom, go record the podcast. I'm going to be in my room quiet. And my husband's given me the space as well. We work so beautifully together because they can trust me that when they give me that space, I'm going to utilize it and do the best I can with my work and pour into my work and then come back to them. This has been a huge point of creating boundaries, keeping boundaries in my home. So are you respecting that boundary? And if you are going into your workspace and working diligently and having success and coming out and saying, thank you so much for giving me that time. I got so much done. I have a new client or had this new conversation. Everybody around you is more bought in to the boundary, more bought in to your purpose. And so they're more likely to respect that boundary. How many times have you broken the boundary, meaning that you've canceled on your workout or you've said, I'm going to make dinner with the kids and you're on your phone scrolling or answering text messages still. So much of this comes back to discipline as well. And us ensuring that what we say we're going to do is in fact what we do, keeping to our word. We set these goals up. We tell our families, here's what I need but we're not doing the follow through. We're expecting them to do all the work on the back end in supporting us in that goal. And yet we're not supporting ourselves in that goal. This is an important piece. I hope this is sinking in. And I'm sure some of you are having light bulb moments right now to realize, gosh, yeah, you know what? I have been wasting a little bit of time or procrastinating or telling the kids, oh, it doesn't matter. You know what? The call canceled anyways. Mom's going to do this, do that. When I grew the business, when I set time away for my business, so when I was growing this with babies, 7 to 9 p.m. was my work time in my office in the evening. I had these small chunks of time because I was a stay-at-home mom and I didn't have support or help or babysitters and my mom didn't live close. So I was really on my own with the kids and I loved that. So I needed to really be diligent in the time I spent in my business. And 7 to 9 was this time slot where... I would dive deep into my business, clean up my day, and their dad would bathe them or just look after them, give them some time and spend some time with them while I was able to do some work. And so the important piece of this was when I went into the office, I really utilized that time. I really stuck to what it was I was out to accomplish. And let's say, for example, a call canceled. I had a meeting scheduled that time. I didn't say to my family or myself, oh, well, it canceled. I don't have to work anymore. Now I get to be, you know, back with the family. Maybe sometimes I did if I felt a pull or a tug. I'm still very fluid with things. I'm not that rigid, but I was disciplined enough to go, okay, this call canceled. What could I do in this time and space that my family's created for me and I've created for myself to be involved, to create income, growth, expansion in my business. I was so diligent in that. And I believe a lot of that was what stemmed the success I had. I said what I was going to do. And when I had the space, I really utilized it. I also believe there's an element of involvement with your family. So, you know, you've got the point across or I've got the point across to you that respecting the boundary yourself and really also teaching the family to respect the boundary. I probably should sit here for a minute before I move on, because this is also just an important piece about respecting is with kids. Sometimes they take a little training 
Okay. So what I mean by that is maybe for you working from home is new, or maybe you've set up a new schedule, or maybe the kids are home. I mean, there's lots of variables that could be happening that you are now creating maybe some fresh boundaries in your home. Maybe this is a deep moment in your business where you're just diving in deep, really got this like work to get done. And I also know it takes a bit of patience, especially with kids and with spouses, (laughs) to teach them how to respect the boundary as well. So what I mean by that is there'll be times where I'd say I'm going in my office and the kids will come in and be like, I'm hungry. Meanwhile, I just told them I'm going in my office. Please don't come in unless it's an emergency. I'm on a call with a client or whatever it may be. And they have not followed through on that boundary on their behalf. Instead of getting really angry with them that first few times, I mean, I never get really angry with them, but frustrated is probably a better word, really frustrated and like, oh, I just want that time. I told you I instead realize, okay, I'm in like that training mode of teaching them how to respect this boundary as well. So I will have to say the client or if I don't have a client involved, I'll look at the kids and say, is this in fact an emergency? No. Is there a snack you could get for yourself? Yes. Is there a way you could do that right now to give mommy the space to do these things that she needs to get done so I can come back out and play? Yes. And a couple of things happen through that conversation. Number one, I'm reiterating the boundary, telling them, is this an emergency? No. The second thing is I'm empowering them. Can you go get a snack? Now, if you have little kids that can't get their own snack, obviously this isn't relevant and your boundaries will look different. I'm talking about kids who would be able to go into the cupboard and grab a granola bar or a cracker or an apple out of the fridge or banana or whatever. You know, they have the ability to do that in the capacity. And what I'm doing is empowering them to make choices for themselves and to be responsible for their health, et cetera. So it's actually a beautiful lesson on so many levels. And I have some patience with that. Now, eventually, if this is a habit that we've started to form and they keep coming in and they keep coming in, that's when I have to have a sit down conversation with them and really look at them in the eyes, which leads me into where I was going with this conversation. I just wanted to make sure I reiterated that sometimes setting these boundaries and teaching these boundaries takes a little time and practice. Are you an entrepreneur about to launch a new business or a program or service, maybe a masterclass? How about a podcast? Or maybe you are about to launch a new product out into the world. Whatever it may be, I have developed for free a 14-day launch strategy that is built on 15 years of proven success with thousands upon thousands of entrepreneurs. It's created six-figure business launches, new and noteworthy for a podcast, the highest sales volume in a month for product-based businesses, thousands of people into master classes and so on. The testimonials keep rolling in. It is a beautiful thing to witness because after 15 years of experience, I'm able to generate a strategy and a foundation for you to go out there and share effectively. We all know that the success of this launch is based on how well you promote it, generate attention and visibility and credibility, all these things that really matter. So people are excited for this launch as much as you are. Head over to jenspiegel.com. The 14 day launch strategy is sitting there for you completely free. And I'm really excited to guide you into this next creation you're bringing out into the world. But here's where I wanted to go, explaining and involving the family. 
there have been times where my kids genuinely don't understand what mommy being in the office means. They are looking at that as I am away from them. I'm not spending time with them. I'm not playing. They look at it as a very selfish perspective because they're kids, of course, you know, it's all about play and what are you going to make me for dinner and all those things. And so I've recognized this over 15 years that a lot of times it's about vision casting for them and helping them understand the mission and purpose and impact of my business, telling them why, in fact, I'm going in the office. And I'll never forget the one time I told, I think it was two of my kids were at the dinner table. And I said to them, If someone asked you, what does your mom do? Would you be able to answer them? And they didn't really have an answer. (laughs) It was very fluffy and I could tell they really didn't understand what I was doing or what my business was. And I remember talking to them about the fact that I empower women and moms like myself to build businesses so that they have choice. They could be home with their family more and travel and build memories and be able to go to the school and volunteer or just be powerful women and, you know, just giving them the mission and purpose of what I do. And I'll never forget one of them just tearing up and tears coming down her cheeks. And I asked her, you know, are you okay? And she said, it's just so beautiful, mom, that you're helping other moms do and have what we have. And I didn't know that that's what you did. And that heart connection, that emotional connection, not only was it beautiful to see my child sink into that impact with me, but also for her to recognize what in fact I was doing, that it was not a takeaway when I came into my office. Instead, I was pouring life into other women and elevating them. And that really helped with boundaries because they started to understand what I was doing. It was no longer work. It was, oh, mommy's going to help another mom or mommy's going to help this lady build a business. And so they really started to connect with what it was I was doing. And the buy-in was so much easier around boundaries, sort of rules, if we can call it that, that I I was setting. And so I think a lot of times we're not really casting that vision for our families and really involving them in the reason why we're doing something. And this all stems into boundaries and harmony and all the things we are seeking and we know we can have as mompreneurs. It really is about involving them and explaining things and not taking for granted that they just understand or they should just know the rules. Instead, this gets to be a family-led business. They get to be involved. There's so many things I could go into around this and maybe I will in part three, but I just really think these are important pieces. So we've talked about respecting the boundary, both you and teaching respect and involving them and following through and staying disciplined in the time you're creating. And that also stems into family time too. I think that goes without saying, but when you've chunked your time and it's now family time that you actually go and have family time and leave work in the office, this is one of the probably most difficult hurdles I go through as a mompreneur is not having that 
leave an office, get in my car, drive home, and that ability to switch modes. I mean, I'm literally opening a door and walking into my family room. So a lot of times that connection to work follows into family. So I have been really diligent in some practices that help me disconnect from one thing and connect into the next. It can even go from family into my office, right? Where I'm maybe I'm outside playing with them and I just want to stay out there in the sunshine, but I know there's things that need to be tended to. And I kind of carry that energy in my office. I don't want to do that. Everything deserves and everything gets to have the best of my energy. And so those practices are also things I am very excited to start teaching you so that you have these little cues in your life that, oh, it's a new boundary. I'm stepping into it. And here's how I want to show up in this time with what I'm doing. And lastly is to learn. Boundaries are not set in stone. They are actually very bendy. And what I mean by that is there are times where a boundary needs to bend, whether it be that your business needs a little bit more attention in this season or a child needs more attention, or maybe it's just literally a season. Maybe it's summer and you would rather have more fluid boundaries because there's more kids around or whatever it may be. I think the importance is to see these boundaries not as like these brick walls that can't come down. Instead, these bendy, fluid areas in our lives that we get to learn and constantly evolve and tweak and shift. The point is that we respect it. The point is that our family understands it. The point is that we are disciplined in the time that we've set aside But the times, the the schedule, it can constantly change and it probably is constantly changing. And so I'd love to leave you with this idea of grace and this idea of evolution and just this bendiness. I just think of like water going around rocks in a creek, like it just flows by these rocks and it's bendy and it's fluid and something comes in its path and it goes around. And I mean, imagine if we just approached life and our days a little bit more like that to realize that maybe the the times we had chunked today have to adjust and that's okay. And the lesson is to give ourselves grace. The lesson is this too shall pass. The lesson could be, I'm just really excited to be in my business. So I'm not going to have guilt and carry guilt that I'm not spending a ton of time with my family right now because the business is just it's in creation mode, it's growing, or maybe you're having a deep moment with your family and just spending a lot of time with them and you're not feeling guilty around not running in your business. I mean, this is all about learning and being inquisitive and curious and bendy and fluid. This is what's also going to tag back to harmony. So I hope this served you today. I definitely have tactical tips on productivity and boundaries, and there's something coming for you around all of that. But for now, I think the broader picture, the scope of what a boundary really is, is an important message for us to wrap ourselves around. Because when we see it that way and we approach it maybe with a little bit more intention, then maybe we're going to have more understanding, (laughs) more ease, and more sort of respect for those boundaries for ourselves and those around us. So I hope this was helpful today, friends. Make sure you share. Thank you for being here, and I'll see you in part three. 
Thank you so much for being here. I hope you know how deeply grateful I am for the time and space you give to the Becoming Iconic podcast. It is an honor and a privilege to show up here twice a week and pour into you. And thank you for those five-star reviews that you've been giving and those beautiful compliments. It means so much. And the time you spend to do that is just the most beautiful way to give back. The other thing I want to challenge us to as a community is to share more. It's so simple to copy this link into a text to a friend who you think would benefit from what you just listened to or share it into your stories. Make sure to tag me, by the way, because I love resharing and allowing your network to maybe discover something that they wouldn't have if it weren't for you. And just a gentle reminder that jenspiegel.com, that website was designed for you, for you in mind and what you need in your life and business, the blog, the resources, the different ways of working together. They all sit there and they're available to you. So I challenge you to go over there and make it a habit of checking out what's new and exciting. At the end of the day, I just want you to know I love this community. I appreciate being able to show up for you and I just want you to make it a great day. Thank you.